Welcome to All Day Coffee. I'm Greg Robillard, and this podcast is losing its voice while rooting for the Portland Timbers Football Club. Good luck out there, boys. Look for my book, Deadfellas, at deadfellasthebook.com. That's D-E-A-D-F-E-L-L-A-S, thebook.com, slash buy. A third of the proceeds go to relief work in Puerto Rico. Episode 6, Structural Sports Ball. I need to make my first correction. After last week's episode, many listeners pointed out that Colonel Sanders did not fight on the side of the Confederacy during the Civil War. My apologies. I'm going to make the bold and exceptionally controversial statement that white people need to get comfortable talking about race. Yes, I am a hero. In about 25 years, there'll be more people of color in the United States than white people. Can you imagine the racial profiling in the future? Sir, we need to frisk you. What do you mean? I'm just enjoying the free Wi-Fi at this coffee shop here looking at some spreadsheets. Sir, it's nothing personal. It's just we've seen people who look and act like you before. What do you mean? I'm just totally normal. Sir, you're wearing a suit and it looks like you're about to trigger a global economic meltdown with arcane financial instruments. Step away from the laptop. It's a big topic and it's uncomfortable and we aren't very good at it. White people and race reminds me of people who don't like sports, who aren't interested in talking about sports or acknowledging that they exist, and trivializing this entire facet of human existence, which is actually pretty enormous, as sports ball. Cute. I'm not going to talk about it, but I'm going to give it a sweet name. Let's make this more comfortable to all my uncomfortable white friends, and I get it, it doesn't feel good, because it's like when you're little and you play Monopoly with your family, but you cheated. And you feel really bad so you don't gloat about winning, and you suspect that everyone knows you cheated so you don't talk about it? It's like that. We are where we're at because we cheated at Monopoly, but it's not Monopoly, it's all of human history. To endeavor to make this more comfortable, I won't use words like white supremacy or structural racism. I'll say sports ball, and you'll know what I'm talking about. A fundamental task analyzing your part of sports ball is understanding and owning privilege. I was explaining to a friend of mine that I never really worry about jaywalking, partly because I come from New York. And when you grow up in New York and you jaywalk, you stare down five lanes of traffic with laser eyes and say, Hey, you gonna hit me or what? If you hit me, I'm gonna sue you till you fucking die. Also, in Oregon, I can jaywalk because I know people will stop. I know I won't get cited. The reason I can do this and not worry about getting cited is because I have a white boy credit card. Privilege. It's everywhere you want to be. The white boy credit card works everywhere. Want to go to college? Swipe. Want to go into a store, any store, dressed like a hobo and still get help? Swipe. Smoke pot on the city streets in front of cops? Swipe. Sweet talk my way into graduating college without that final biology credit because I sauntered into the administration building, looking like a cast member from Hair, winking and smiling and charming the woman across from me, and I'm like, it's one credit. They don't even have any one credit classes. And biology? This is a life sciences school. I'm sure any number of the sociology and English classes I took had a smattering of biology. Books are made from plants, you know. She was convinced. Swipe. The Visa white card, because membership has its privileges. The white boy credit card is made from elephant ivory stolen from Africa. Maybe that's a little too on the nose. The white boy credit card is actually made from LL Bean receipts and marshmallow fluff. This podcast is not supported by Marshmallow Fluff or anyone else because I'm too disorganized to figure out how to make an honest living from advertising, and plus, fuck capitalism. Then when I wanted to buy a house, that was the biggest use of white boy credit card ever. Because of redlining laws that are still in the books, also known as structural sports ball, 
It will always be easier for people like me to buy a house, as it was for my parents, and all that accumulated wealth stays in white families. There are some limits in the white boy credit card membership agreement. Your attorney can take a look at them. <laughs> of course you have an attorney. Must come from well-off parents, or at least solidly middle-class parents with education privilege, meaning your parents at least finished college or some grad school. This card is available in wealthy urban centers and suburbs only. If you come from a town where Walmart is the biggest employer, you need not apply. White nationalists need not apply. The white boy credit card makes money from fucking over the poor. We don't care where you came from. There was one time in my life when my white boy credit card was declined. I was in Costa Rica during college, and me and some friends had been arrested for smoking pot on the beach. Allegedly. As is written the never-ending story, but that is another story and shall be told another time. I was sitting there, without being able to speak because Spanish is not my first language and I was ripping high, allegedly, and having a panic attack in the tiny little beach town police office, getting shook down like an episode of Costa Rica Cinco Zero. And I was sitting there speechless. What do you mean you're arresting me? I've got this white boy credit card. And then I realized that the people in power were mestizo, indigenous, or of African descent, or sometimes all three. Swipe, swipe, swipe. Card reader malfunction. I'd traveled 6,000 miles, and all I brought with me was a diner's club. I'll be the first to admit that the white boy credit card doesn't work all the time, but if us white people are going to get our shit together to talk about sports ball, we need to start admitting what we have. I admit that my white boy credit card gave me access to a good high school, a good college, and a loan to buy a house. It didn't get me through grad school. That was my actual credit card. Maybe you need to understand your own white boy credit card. Or ask some questions. Like, hey, how is it I grew up on Long Island, only 45 minutes from the Queens border, without traffic, and there are only two black kids in my entire graduating class of 600? I'll give you a hint. His name is Robert Moses. When white people start talking about sports ball, we get to be proud. Wait, no, proud is not the word I was looking for. How about not ashamed of our heritage and privileges? Because once we admit we own the white boy credit card, we can figure out how to use it to help everybody else. Say it with me, white people. I have some advantages in life in the United States because of my white boy credit card and structural sports ball. Thanks for listening. All Day Coffee was written and produced by me, Greg Robillard, edited by all the negative voices in my head. Music by Matt Dundas. Remember to check out deadfellowsthebook.com. Buy it on Amazon. Help rebuild Puerto Rico. You can have your ears back.